Hey folks, as you know, I love helping people, especially people trying to help themselves. So I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back, the link to donate is below. If you are unable to help, please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you. Sasquatch tracked and killed after abduction. This story is passed down through relatives that did not openly talk about it much due to the way these Native Americans revered Sasquatch and felt guilty about killing one. They especially felt guilty because this Sasquatch was believed to be more human than an average Sasquatch. The Salish Indian who recounts this story makes this comment about this particular wild man. Ascanicum is a word for someone born not of a direct human but of Sasquatch kind. This might seem like a cruel joke, something to call a human with developmental disabilities etc. But the honest to God truth may be too hard to swallow. That Sasquatch have interbred with women in the past and the existence of these offspring has been swept under the rug and kept hidden, like the hairy man. During the 60s it was rumored that one of the town bishops of the local church, likely a Jesuit, had taken in a freak of some sort. This freak was not human, but not animal enough to be rejected by the Jesuit, so the Jesuit was keeping him in the basement and feeding him. The only reason knowledge of this exists is because people would hear things at the church, inhuman things. If you ask me, the Jesuits did not want this thing to be out and about. This sounds somewhat unbelievable but keep in mind that the reason the men who shot the hairy man went a little insane was because they killed a human. A giant, ridiculously muscular human, covered in hair, yes, but a human. Too human to parade about town in the back of a pickup truck, if you know what I mean. The Sasquatch or Scanicum of this story had become particularly bold about raiding the homes when people were away and stealing their food. The Story The wild man was having his way. Free reign. He was getting bold. He started to break into houses during the middle of the day. Children would see him and flip out. Police were called. Meetings were held. The town was becoming more and more shaken up by the presence of this unknown intruder. This was when something incredible happened to the particular family who was favorited by the hairy man. They had become so lax and accepting of the hairy man's presence that one night, while standing on the porch, the father was yanked off by his feet in full view of the entire family. They screamed and huddled together and cried while whatever it was fought with the dad on the porch. The sounds of fighting and screaming and knowing that your father was powerless against whatever it was. It must have been unspeakably traumatic for the kids. They are now grown up, like myself, and I wonder to this day how much this affected their lives. The father was gone. For days. Whatever it was that had taken him had carried him off into the night after a struggle on the porch. There was blood on the grass and the family grabbed neighbors and men of the community to help recover the father. 
The men got together and followed the signs and trails left by whatever it was. Drops of blood and signs of something large passing through, they followed this trail all the way to the very creek which my uncle had spotted a Sasquatch at. They followed the creek all night. When the men returned the next day, they didn't speak a word. A whole group of grown men, and not one of them was willing to speak about what happened. They had however, found the father. They recovered him. He was beaten black and blue over his entire body, ribs broken, arms and legs broken. The father was in shock. Incoherent. Couldn't speak a word. One of my uncles had gone to see the man and his family in the hospital. There was a fair amount of goodwill being shown to the family that went through this experience. Nobody knew what happened, only that the father was close to death and the family was very shaken up. So my uncle stopped by to pay his respects, and saw for himself the father lying in the hospital. His eyes were bulging wide, he was trembling constantly. This man had been beaten badly, but something else was wrong with him. He was traumatized. He died that night and to this day nobody knows what grabbed him or what happened to him. To this day, the men who went on the recovery mission to save him have kept these stories to themselves. Only a select circle, including my father, remembers these incidents. Almost nobody talks about them. I have shared them with you, for whatever it's worth. Those men found what it was that took that father. They found the hairy man, and they killed it. They shot it to death with high-powered rifles and buried the body. The men who did this feel incredibly guilty. Sasquatch is a matter of fact here, and the older generations told us to avoid them and leave them alone, because they are human beings. They are not animals and they are not magic. They can most certainly be monsters. And this is one story that corroborates that. But the hairy man, Bigfoot, is so human-like, that even here, when a group of men killed one, they were so traumatized by the experience that they felt guilty of murder. Back in the 70s there was no desire to be rich and famous for killing a Bigfoot. There was no desire to even talk about Bigfoot. These kind of things were dirty little secrets, especially on reservations. Yes there were plenty of white kids bumping into Bigfoot and getting in the newspapers, but the Indian community is tight-lipped about this even still to this day. The story reminds me of a Yaren-human hybrid. Yaren sightings have been reported in China since the days of prehistory. The name translates to wild men and the creature is believed to be China's equivalent of the North American great ape. Typically reported as having red hair and standing over six feet tall, the creature sounds like it could be a relative of Bigfoot. However, sightings in modern times are less numerous than the elusive Sasquatch. As reported by Time, more than 400 people have reported Yaren sightings over the years, and investigations in the 1970s and 1980s uncovered hair, excrement, footprints and a sleeping nest. But could this video show a Yaren-human hybrid? Reports of hybrids have surfaced in the past, though generally they aren't given much attention, it does seem pretty crazy. But recently, hybrids have caught the Bigfoot world's eye due to Dr. Meldrum's conversations on the topic. The hybrid's theory plays upon the fact that human DNA and Sasquatch DNA are believed to be similar enough that copulation could result, at least some of the time, in functional offspring. 
The following video was uploaded to YouTube by user Sam's Brainwaves on July 9, 2011. The user's channel does not have any other video of this kind on it. I have messaged Sam's Brainwaves in the hopes that he has more information. The description accompanying the video reads. This person is the result of a supposed rape of his mother by a Yaren. His mother went missing for months. When she came back to the village, she hardly spoke, but claimed she was raped by the Yaren. She never spoke about it after that. Scientists have asked her if they could study him, but she always just asked them to go away and leave them alone. The Yaren, variously referred to as the Yaren, Yaren, Chinese wildman or wildman of China, man monkey, or man bear, is said to be an as yet undiscovered hominid residing in the mountainous and forested regions of China's remote Hubei province. The Yaren is sometimes described as a large, hairy bipedal hominoid, and some believe that this animal, or its close relatives, may be found around the world under different regional names, such as Bigfoot of the United States and Canada, the Yeti of Tibet and Nepal, and the Yowie of Australia. Upon watching the video I was interested in the way the man moves. His arms are very active, reaching out for support as he walks. I have heard some researchers claim that Bigfoots grab trees and other foliage as they move through the forest, almost pulling themselves along. Given, I'm not sure how credible this theory is, I've not seen any video to back it up. Could this be what the hybrid is doing? As well, the man appears to be much taller than your usual human. At 018 into the video, scale is achieved with the man shown next to his mother. Either she is a short person, or this guy is quite dull. His limb proportions and musculature also seem out of whack to me. It is a shame the mother doesn't want scientists to study her child. There may be much we can learn from this man. Information on this video and its subject is scanned, if anyone has heard anything else about this man. I would be very happy to include it in this blog post if you wouldn't mind sharing it. So what do you think? Yaren human hybrid? Growth disorder? Let me know. Hey folks as you know I love helping people. Especially people trying to help themselves so I was sent this GoFundMe fundraiser from a listener. My name is Greg, and I was homeless due to the death of my spouse and need dental work to become employable as I look horrendous, and my work experience is working with the public. I desperately need dentures or, if lucky, implants. I have never been more humiliated in my life and am thankful someone is willing to help me do this. Please help make me whole again. If you would like to help Greg become whole again and get his life back the link to donate is below, if you are unable to help. Please share the fundraiser link. I truly appreciate you.